I'm going to share with you now eyelash extension styling presentation, like a lesson that takes around 35 to 40 minutes. This is the very same lesson that I actually teach people here in person as well as online. So this is what people usually money and pay money for. And I wanted to share this with you because I think these days there's a lot of crappy artistry going on and I feel it needs a little bit more deep diving in a lot of, in a lot of cases. So I just want to introduce myself first. Here I am all done up today in my <laughs> workout clothes. My name is Julia. Uh, obviously, if you're watching this on Facebook, you will probably know this. I've been doing lashes since 2010, so 12 years, bloody long time. Before COVID, I was traveling around a lot, speaking at conferences. When COVID came, I started to concentrate a lot more on online. We have been doing online since 2016. I was mainly doing live streaming and things like that when we had like one or two people here, so other people all over the world could tune in, similar to today, I guess. And I have been training others since 2016, and I'm very, very passionate about the industry. And I hope that you'll learn and take away some really cool gold nuggets and make sure you share it away if you like it and support Lash Tribe if you can as well. If you want to go check us out, we have a couple of websites, lashtribe.com.au. We also have an e-commerce shop where we ship out worldwide, which is Lash Tribe Shop. Dot com. For any other training inquiries, go to lashtribe.com.au. Alrighty, let's get started. So, this is, by the way, the space where we are now. I'm currently standing right here, and you guys are set up here. <laughs> so, this is uh, me with the training that I did in Melbourne with quite a few ladies. It's just to show, you know, we do offer eyelash extension certification courses, and today you will be witnessing one of the modules that I usually allow around 40 minutes for in our live training and in person or online as well. Amazing! So, go back again. So today we are going to cover eye shapes and styling, which is one of the most important things when it comes to being an eyelash extension artist, because you don't want to make someone look extremely over the top with eyelashes in a bad way, if that makes sense. Whenever I have clients coming in, and this is the way that I teach my students, whenever you want to put lashes on someone, you need to look at their eye shapes or their entire face first and think to yourself, what is one thing that I notice straight away? It could be a flaw that you feel they have. It could be that they have like separate, uh, their, their eyes are too far apart. It could be that they're a little slightly offset or wonky. One is higher than the other. It could be that they're really droopy. It could be that they are really sticking out of the head. So whatever you see first, the first thing I always say that sticks out to you that you notice is what we want to kind of fix or enhance as well. Now as lash artists, we can't do everything all the time. Like I would love to be able to work my magic on someone that has very far apart eyes and they're droopy and they also have hooded eyes like you can't fix everything at the same time but that's why i always say if you're looking at your client what is the first thing that you feel or oh, i can work with that i can make it better i can enhance something or maybe you can hide a flaw as well this is what eye shapes and styling is all about this is the manual by the way that our students have in your online courses if you want to get a hard copy you can get that at lashtribeshop.com and i will also tell you about a little special that i have after this video for you if you want to stick around and find out about that awesome special. 
Amazing. So as I said, I've been doing lashes since 2010 and I never learned any of this stuff. You know, I had to kind of teach myself over the last 12 years and I really got into lashes probably 2012-ish after two years of doing it because in the beginning I just didn't really have a clue of what I was doing because it was difficult. I didn't have the ongoing support. I then started taking further trainings and I learned a little bit more about styling. But really this is something that I taught myself over the last 10 years or so. When it comes to styling, what I always recommend, because in the beginning it will be very hard very very hard for a lot of you that are beginners especially to look at someone's face and really recognize what you need to do you know to improve something or to hide the floor and it will take some time it may take months it might take years so what I recommend you do is just to look at people every day look at magazines look at TV shows and pause make it a still and really analyze and maybe draw in even get a beautiful what is it called Adobe sketch is a great app you can get on your iPads to you know draw in certain styles that you think might suit someone and it's a really great visual for you to decide whether it's a good or a bad choice so this is just something that I kind of trained myself over the last few years and there's 10 main kind of shapes that I came up with when it comes to those shapes that I will be talking about in a minute this is like the most common of course there's people that have completely mixed type of eyes like someone might have a nice feline upturned eye but they might also be wide set, right? So there's always the option of something to be completely mixed and many different things apply. But again, always look for the one thing that you think you can solve for the client, okay? So let's talk about the 10 most common eye shapes that I found over the years exist. We have wide set eyes, close set eyes, downturned feline or cat eyes, protruding, deep set, round, Asian or monolith, very many different shapes possible by the way. Almond, which is considered the perfect eye shape, and then hooded eyes, which is not really a shape, it's more of a skin growing over, not over, but hanging slightly over. So hooded could apply to any of the other shapes, okay? But again, like I said before, this could be a total mix of different things as well. It doesn't just have to be one, okay? Now let's go through them all together. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna see of the styling choices. As a lash artist, you have to put lashes on someone and you are creating something called a lash map, which is essentially the sizes, the millimeters that you are going to follow on someone's eye shape. You might wanna start with something short in the inner corner go slightly longer and then go back to something shorter, which is considered more of a natural style. If you go from really short to really long and really draw out the eye shape, that is considered a cat eye styling, for example. So we're now going to speak about the different styling options or choices that we have and which ones we can apply on what eye shape. Okay, so we have something called the natural style, which like the words already say, is a very natural progression in length. I've drawn this in here. So the way that I draw my shapes and my style guide is to have the client sitting in front of me, like super straight on, I'll show you this quickly, super straight on, and I take a photo, and then I get them to look me right in between the eyes and sit right in front of me at the same level. And then I will take a little eyeliner pencil and a micro brush and I will put little dots where I want to have different lengths to transition. And this is essentially, this is where the dots would be, right? And what that does is once the clients shut their eyes, you have those little dots as your guidelines and then you can just draw onto your iPads. If you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, go to Lash Tribe Shop, 
tribe.com or lashtribe.com.au and find out more information because that is like a really basic course that you you know you need to know the basics in order to do styling or you need to come and do a classic training which we have a two-day and a three-day course here in brisbane or online training of course as well but yeah once the clients the eyes are shut you then draw onto their ipads and that's what you follow that's your style guide yeah so in a natural styling we would go from something short to a little bit longer around the outer third of the iris and then go back to something shorter most people's natural eyelashes follow that kind of way anyway they go from something short to a bit longer in the middle and then right on the outer corner the lashes are usually the weakest okay so this is essentially what we're going to follow with a natural styling and a natural styling is really great to apply on any type of eye shape because it's not going to change the balance is not going to change the way that the eyes are looking it's just going to enhance the natural lashes a little bit this could be a progression of length, for example. If you are already a lash artist, I hope you are aware of different millimeters and then also different curls, of course. So you would go maybe from like a seven to a 10, back to nine, eight, maybe even seven here. A question that I get asked all the time by lash artists, beginners especially, is how do you know what length to choose? That is a completely different lesson and it has to do with the lash health levels. So if you're looking at someone's lashes, their natural lashes, when they're lying in front of you, you can kind of see how long they are. When you are placing an extension, a synthetic lash next to the natural lash, the lash should not be much longer than around three, maybe four millimeters. And that way you know what the longest length is that you can use. If you are using different diameters though, you can always sometimes push the envelope a little bit and go a bit longer or shorter if you're using something a little bit thicker, okay? But again, I don't want to go too much into like the lash health levels, that's a different lesson. And I think I've gone live about this already once in the Lash Tribe group, if you want to go find the video. But in this case, we're just going to assume her natural lashes can carry a 10. And also it totally depends, of course, on the client's natural lashes, not just the lashes, but like what do they actually want to achieve? So if the client comes in, they've never had lashes before, you don't want to throw 13 millimeters on them. You ask them, oh, okay, have you had lashes before? No, that should tell you to be a little bit more, you know, careful in your choice of length and also careful in your choice of styling, okay? So it's usually a good safe option to go with a natural styling, keep it on the shorter side. Curl, again, is a different, different kind of cup of tea kettle of fish we talk about that a little bit later with the curls okay this is just an example of a length progression for natural style these are some of the sets i've judged over the last few years and this is a really great example of someone with a very very natural style progression obviously before and after and they actually use brown lashes as well this was a competition lash and the brown goes really well with her complexion too which is also something you have to think about if you have someone coming in that has never had lashes before and they're very fair you don't want to put mega volume and a really black lash on them you know you can always try to go with something a bit more subtle first and then progress over the coming appointments if they are comfortable doing that don't assume you know what the client wants and don't assume that the client knows what they want okay so this is an natural style very short her lashes are quite short as well and that actually got quite high marks in the competition too this is what it looks like close up so you can see it goes from something really short to a little bit longer around starting from the middle of her eye up to about here so if she was to shut her eye this is essentially the outer corner of her iris yeah so the outer corner here and then she's starting to go back down to something quite short this is actually almost as short as the inner corner. So this is a very nice natural 
classic set. All right, so the next styling option that is given to us is a swept styling. Again, all the names that I'm calling these different uh, stylings are things that I either came up with 10, 12 years ago, or it is something that I have adapted and taken over from other training courses that I have attended because there have been many over the past 10, 12 years. But the swept styling in my case means it goes from short to long back to a little bit shorter. So it is more of a natural style that goes towards the outer corner longer and then goes back to something a bit shorter. So it pushes the outer corners out more with the length, if that makes sense, yeah? If we were to create a style guide for this, this is where you would wanna put your little dots. And again, the length depends on the client's natural lashes and their wishes and hopes of what can be achieved as well. And if I was to draw that then on the iPad, you literally just flip that around and put that on the iPads and this is what you would do. This is just an example. It could start with eight millimeters as well if they have really long lashes on the inner corners, okay? So six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Yeah, so in this area, which is really quite more so towards the outer corner, whereas before with the natural style, we stayed kind of in the outer third of the iris. Now we're actually going further out and we are not dropping back all the way down to something short with the natural style we did. We're actually keeping it as long as we can without damaging the natural lashes. So always following very healthy lash application and length as well that is safe for the natural lash length. All right, this is an example of a swept styling. Again, this is a classic set that I judged. It looks lovely, especially this side. Actually, this one didn't get as many marks because this side was a lot fuller than that, but it's still really, really nice example of a swept look. Okay, moving on. Cat eye. Cat eye is something that the most people go wrong with. Why? Because people think putting really long lashes on someone and because they want it will suit them, which is not the case. A lot of the time, this kind of set will make people look very dopey and droopy and sleepy if it's not applied on the correct eye shape, okay? So we'll talk through it. A cat eye starts off short and natural and then goes a little bit longer towards the middle and then it starts to progress longer, yeah? It just keeps going from short to long. Now the mistake that a lot of people make is to just continue long and you don't ever drop back to something short. That means you're overweighing the outer corner lashes, yeah? Now let me talk to you about natural eye shapes. A natural eye shape is rounded, so it actually doesn't stay like that. It goes back down and it's also rounded around. It's, it's a bowl. You have a bowl in your eye socket. So if you are putting lashes right in the outer corner here, they're literally facing downwards. And if you're having them really long and heavy, everything starts to droop down. And this is the mistake that a lot of girls make or boys when they're applying a cat eye set. So I'll show you now how to do the correct way without losing too much of the length, yeah? It's all a visual kind of trick that you can do. So this is our style guide, yeah? So this is the way that I highly recommend everybody, if you wanna do a cat eye on someone with the eye shape that suits, which we'll talk about in a minute, you need to go back to something a bit shorter in the outer corner. Why? Again, like I just said, the eyes droop, yeah? They go down and it's rounded as well, so it kind of goes backwards. Anything here will droop. And if you are putting very short lashes in the outer corner, you will prevent that droop. And also if you've ever had lashes on or you have put lashes on someone that come back, a lot of the time the outer corner lashes are the first things that start to twist and hang down. And they do that because the lashes that were applied were too long and too heavy. 
So if you keep the outer corner lashes really short, they are actually going to be hidden by the other lashes because of the shape of the ball of the natural eye, right? So anything in here will actually cover up those last few lashes. How many lashes should you do short? That really depends on, I guess, the width of the eye. And it depends how many lashes they have and how short they are. But I would definitely recommend at least five, six, seven lashes to have them really short. And only the rest then will be longer. Another thing that I like to do is to prevent droopiness on most eye shapes. There's only a couple of eye shapes that can actually carry off um, a pull off a cat eye, which I will get to soon, is to transition your curl. So going from a C to a D, for example, because the curlier the curl, the more lift you will achieve in your eye shape, okay? Let me know if that's understandable or if you have any questions. So this is an example of cat eye. So you have short, too long. This is what she used, and this is actually an M curl in a classic set. But I don't know if you can tell on, on camera, she has actually got quite a few little short lashes, but they are covered up by the long ones. Like if you were to zoom in, you can see that there's quite a few little short ones. So this is actually a really nice set. Now it looks like they're hanging a little bit, but it's just because of the angle that the photo was taken. So this is a nice cat eye and it looks really good. The next one is the dolly style. A dolly style goes from short to something longer throughout the middle of the eye. It can go as high as you want to, or it can be quite subtle, you know, it depends on what you want to achieve. And then it goes back to something short. So it creates a roundness to the eye. That's called the dolly style. This is what you might want to use. Again, this length is only an indication of what you can use. It could be an 11 in here or 12. These sections could even be shorter if you wanted them to. It really depends on what you want to achieve. If you want to create a real nice roundness, you keep this section larger. If you want to create a quite of a peak up the top here, you will have shorter sections and a smaller, longer area in here. Make sense? This is a really beautiful set that I judged a competition. This one is a dolly style in a Russian volume and this is the perfect line. I think it's around 5 to 60 and 0.07. So it's a lovely, lovely, lovely set. But you can see how it creates roundness, yeah? This one is actually not super obvious. It is because it's like a really nice transi transition throughout here. And this is shorter and this is a bit shorter. But you could make it even more obvious by starting even shorter and going back to something even shorter in here, okay? Dolly style. And yeah, because this is a perfect line, they're using lots of different lengths and curls <laughs> in the set. This is advanced styling though not part of this video, maybe next time. Then we have the squirrel styling. Now the squirrel styling is the most corrective or correcting styling because you can use it on people with downturned eyes that still want length, but don't want to look dopey or sleepy because you would make them look very sleepy. So this is what we do here. We are going to follow almost like a swept styling, but we're gonna push it out towards the outer corner a little bit further. But then we're going to jump down two millimeters and you also transition your curl. So it goes from like a C curl to a D. It could also be a D to a double D or it could be a C to a CC if you have a slightly less downturned eye. But what this does, and like I said before, because of the shape of the natural, uh, because of the natural shape of the eye, because it's rounded and it's kind of 
going back because of the ball shape, you will not really tell that that is a jump of two mil here. You may think that it looks like it would be a very uneven transition, but it really isn't because these long lashes, they're kind of hiding it. Now I can't draw it on here as hiding it because we want to be able to see the transition, yeah? But in a real person, this and this would not even be visible, but it would help with lifting the eye outside and making it look less droopy for someone with droopy eyes. I will have some amazing pictures coming up if you want to stay tuned because we've had a training in Melbourne a few years ago where I taught advanced styling and there was one lady coming in. Her eyes were very droopy and we managed to fix her and it looks amazing like a thousand percent better than what it was before. I think she might even be coming up very soon. <laughs> so this one here, you can't really tell that much, but this one looks to be like there's a point here, right? And then it goes back to something shorter again, yeah? In this case, she has not jumped to, it's a C, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, but this is essentially what I'm talking about. So if she was to shut her eye, that would have all the length in there. And then all of this is kind of covered by the length, okay? Let's move on to the fox styling. I drew all this myself, so I, I wish I would have done this a little bit longer, but I'm hoping that you can kind of still see what I'm talking about here. A fox style is something that has been very popular in the last couple of years, especially with trainers in Russia and artists in Russia and Kazakhstan and other Baltic areas. They are beautiful and look so sexy and so sophisticated. And what it essentially does is it uses M or L curls and a cat eye. But again, the cat eye with a shorter length, preferably, yeah? And it makes it look so nice and elongated. There's also things called an arrow, uh, arrow styling, which I can show you in a minute too. But yeah, you just follow your guide for your cat eye, but then you drop down a little bit again. Now, some artists like to use a normal weaker curl in the inner corners and then transition to an M or L, but some artists use L or M curl all the way across. It's totally up to you. But the secret here is to apply the M and L curl slightly leaning outwards. So you're not applying it at 90 degree perpendicular level to the eye line. You actually kind of angle them. I call that progressive angle attachment in our training, which it's hard to explain, but you are starting off applying the lashes exactly 90 degrees from the lash line, from the actual line. But in this case, we're gonna go straight and then we're gonna start leaning it over slightly more to achieve this really nice kind of almost slitty look, like the fox look, that's why it's called a fox. And this is it, how beautiful is it? This is a very classic fox eye here. This one is more of an arrow styling. This one here is, it's the same model, but two different sets of lashes applied. This one here uses the lashes not fully progressional, which means this might be seven to 11, but then she jumps straight up two and creates this arrow. It's almost like it's shooting out. So this is the fox styling. I'm obsessed with fox style. It's absolutely gorgeous. Strip lash or spiky styling is something that a lot of people want these days and some artists are really good at it and some aren't. The secret is to actually map it all out like fully before you apply anything. Now there's spikes, as you can see, the spikes can be super long, they can be really thick, they can be very sparse, you know, 
you can really be creative. It's uh, called lash artistry for a reason. There's not one thing that you need to do. So be very creative with the types of spikes that you want to create. But I just wanted to let you know how you should be applying the spikes and how to map it out if you were to do a very natural kind of spiky look. A picture is coming up very soon. So in this case, what you want to do is have your spikes go on first. So you have your clients. I take photos. I have them stand right in front of me. I say, look me straight up here. And they look me right between the eyes. And then I will go to them and I will mark little dots on the lash line not in the eye, on the lash line, like right there, where I want the spikes to be. I'm doing this because the eyes are open. I can see exactly if it's even, right? Once the eyes are shut, things start to move a little bit and you, you don't really know if it's going to be even or not. Yeah. So do it while the eyes are open. Then they close their eyes and then you're marking in with like a colored pencil or colored pen, preferably, where you want the spikes to be and you apply the spikes first. Now, the spikes could be a classic lash if you're doing volume lashes. It could be a flat lash if you're doing a volume set. It could also be volume lashes, but you're picking them up in a bunch, like two to three 0 0.07 lashes, for example, and you apply them first as the spike. The spike could also be a progressional spike, which means you might have shorter lashes here and they start to get longer and longer and longer. There's so many ways of how to do spikes the most important part is that you know the tips of the spikes have to be at least two millimeters to three millimeters longer than the fill the fill is the rest of the lash line because otherwise you won't be able to tell that there's spikes in there and also the spikes should always be on the top line of the lashes now everybody has different layers of lashes i for example have three to four layers my husband has like five layers of lashes my son has even crazier lashes some people only have two to three layers of lashes so the top layer is the closest to their eyebrow essentially this is where you want to have the spikes because if you put them on the bottom they actually got to shorten visually okay so make sure you always apply the spikes on the top layer and then fill the rest in with your volume or your classics whatever you want making sure you still follow a nice style that suits the eye shape yeah you can do spikes with any types of lash shapes you can do dolly style with spikes you can do swept style with spikes or cat eye with spikes you can do a fox style with spikes whatever you want to do make sure you map it out don't trust that you know exactly where things are going map it out first here's a couple of examples so this one follows more of a swept style you can see how it's long here, but then it's getting shorter here again. And they have really quite obvious spikes right there. And then you have an end curl with a, look, the way that she has drawn it in, it says 13s and 12s. Essentially it's a swept, but it's more of a cat. So it looks more of a cat eye than this one does because of the curl used. Moving on. Okay, perfect arm and eyes. Now, we're gonna talk about the different eye shapes. Like I said in the beginning, I came up with around 10. They can be totally intertwined into each other. And now we're gonna talk about the styling choices for the eye shapes, okay? So now we're getting into the really good stuff. Now, someone with perfect arm and eyes doesn't have a huge gap, has the perfect gap. By the way, the perfect gap usually means if you were to measure from outer white to inner white and you place it here and it's exactly the same, it's perfectly situated, the eye. If this gap here, let's say it would be like this and it only fills from here to here, they're wide set. And if the eye would be like this, they would be closed set. This is like a very brief guide of how people say that something is 
not set correctly. And this one here is like perfect almond. Perfect almond means they're not rounded, they're not too slitty, they're not down or upturned, they're perfect. Yeah. Now on this type of person, you can do pretty much any kind of styling. I'd still be very careful with a cat eye because even a cat eye can make that look a bit droopy. So I'd always make sure the last few lashes are shorter, okay? Again, it depends on the natural lash health. So don't just throw mega volumes and 13 or 14s on them if they have like eight millimeter lashes. So I would love to say use your common sense, but unfortunately common sense in this industry right now is not very common anymore. This is why I'm doing these trainings now for free because I want to better the industry. And I'm starting with styling, but next time we'll talk about lash health a little bit more. Now you can see here, this is very obvious, wide set eyes. What we want to do with someone that has very obvious wide set eyes, make them look like they're actually closer together, the eyes, okay? Which means we want to kind of fill that gap. We can't fill the gap, but what we can do is we can make it visually appear closer together. We're not magicians, but we are artists and we can work on little tricks that will make things appear a different way. Okay, so what we want to do in our case is to make them closer together, use something that's a little bit more long in the inner corner. I wouldn't want to say super long, but as long as you can physically because you don't want to damage their lashes. So say you want to maybe usually start with a six, seven, you want to maybe try an eight, nine, ten is very, very long for most inner corner lashes. But if the natural lash health can support it, do that because the longer inner corners are, the more they will draw back in. Keeping the outer corner shorter and using something that's a little bit more curly as well. Again, the more curly, the more lift and the more that will draw it inside. Now what we don't wanna do is what we have down the bottom here. We don't wanna use very, very long lashes in the outer corners because it will draw them out even more, okay? And weak curls such as a J or a B on the outer corner is not going to do very much with it. It's just gonna make it look flatter and drawing out more. You wanna keep it nice and curly and lifting it more. So you can totally see this one looks a lot more drawn together. This one looks a lot more drawn outwards and it's the same distance, same eye shape, same drawing, okay? Make sense? So what we can do is do a dolly style, for example, cat eye reverse. So it's not really a reverse cat eye, but it's called that. Making sure the inner corners are a bit longer, yeah? So stay away from anything that elongates to the outside. Next up, we have someone with rounded eyes naturally. So what do we want to do? I always say, well, it depends. You know, some people might look very cute with surprised looking eyes, you know? And some people might look so, I don't want to say, don't be rude, but like really crazily wide open eyes you kind of want to calm that down a little bit, right? And also you can make it look worse. So sometimes we don't work on making something look like amazing or better. Sometimes we just want to calm a situation down, if that makes sense. So if someone looks crazy with rounded eyes and like surprised all the time, we want to calm them down a little bit, okay? Make them look less surprised and more elongated. So elongation always means drawing the eyes out, making them a little bit more wider looking because it will take emphasis away from that upwards kind of uh, shape, all right? So perfect mapping to use on someone with rounded eyes is anything that elongates. A round eye is great for swept, a cat eye, squirrel, baby fox styling, 
Fox would be beautiful on this person because it kind of makes them look a bit sleepy, which we want for someone with rounded, crazy eyes. Uh, we don't want to use anything that's rounded on them. So stay away from a dolly. Stay away from two curly lashes, especially the middle. Yeah, or the outer corner, really, anyway, pretty much, because it's not going to do them any favors. Okay? Hope that makes sense. Next, we have someone with close set eyes. Now, what we want to do is to make them more apart. And it's a very similar styling choice, actually, to the dolly, because what we can do is create something that's more swept, a cat style, squirrel, fox styling, and stay away from what we just talked about as well. So very, very similar choice of styling. Again, keeping in mind the client's natural lash health, always trying to work safe and not too long and not overweighing the lashes, okay? Any of those styling choices that you're making, they have to fit the whole appearance. So it can't just be one eye is round and the other one is slightly narrow. You have to do two different things. You can't just do the one thing on everything. Yeah. Or if their eyes are so hooded that you can barely apply lashes, you have to overthink your choices as well. So always keep in mind everything that you see. Downturned eyes is my favorite eye to work on because it can make the biggest transformation. So downturned eyes obviously have very droopy outer corner lashes, or not lashes so much, well the, the lashes are following that, but it's the actual corners that are drooping and a lot of the time they have a lot of white space here as well, kind of down like that, and we want to make that look what? More lifted, right? So this is where we come in with our good old squirrel styling. Our squirrel styling is the one where we're dropping two millimeters. So we're going from short to long and then we're going to transition two mil, not just one. Again, you can't see it. Go back to the maybe first 10 minutes of the video where I explain how you do a squirrel styling. And we also want to transition from a slightly less curly curl to something curlier because we want to lift the outer corners up. Yeah, do not do this. <laughs> Don't over lengthen the outer corner. Stay away from really weak curls. It's not going to do them any good. All right. And again, if you want to have this video or you want to have a manual, let me know in the comments and I'll send you a link. I'm going to have a really cool special at the end where you can get this entire presentation pre-recorded as well as the hard copy manual or the online manual if you want sent out. All right, can I? Cat eye people are one of my favorite people to work on because their eyes are just so beautiful. Like they look, it's just so, I don't know, just like very sophisticated, sexy, kind of cheeky looking. Upturned eyes are beautiful and you can pretty much do anything on them. You can even apply long lashes if their natural lashes can support it, of course, because you're not going to make them look droopy or very barely. I don't think you can make them look very droopy unless the cat eye and the way the eyes are situated is not super up and it's more like barely an, an arm and eye and just a little up. You can still do that but keeping in mind now we're talking about a proper cat eye. Transformation would be to put anything on them that suits their natural lashes. Any kind of style and choice really goes. A feline or cat eye swept fox style. Fox style, beautiful again on them. I love my fox styling. And try not to over lengthen the inner corners because it will just draw it in more. Similar to the white set eye where you want to do it. In this case, you don't want to do that. In this case, we want to stay longer in the outer corner and a little bit shorter in the inner corner. Okay. Protruding eyes. Now, I'm very, very bad at drawing this, but this is meant to be skin bulging out. So protruding eyes are essentially eyes that almost look like they're popping out of the eye socket. If you type into Google protruding eyes, there's a lady, she comes up first where it's just like 
brown and protruding. You, you'll see what I mean. Uh, it's almost like a ball on, on the head. It's very, very prominent and we kind of want to make that bulge disappear with our lashes, yeah? So again, if this client says, I want super long curly lashes, you want to go, oh, hang on a second. If I do super long curly lashes on her, it will just draw the emphasis. It will emphasize that bulginess so you kind of want to stay away from that but instead you want to put something a bit more natural on her maybe something elongating something a bit longer towards the outer corner make it soft and short cat eyes swept or fox styling or a natural styling anything that elongates a little bit and it's not too long throughout the middle because most of the time those really bulgy protruding eyes are also quite rounded yeah so stay away from that. No dolly style, no crazy length of curl, especially in the inner eye. Hooded eyes. Now hooded eyes are not really shape as such. They're not like downturned eyes or elongated eyes or whatever. But with the hooded eyes, I always say someone that is 12 or someone that's 200. No one turns 200. Someone that is 100. They could both have hooded eyes. Yeah. Hooded eyes could be just in the inner corner, just in the middle, just in the outer corner. It could be fully hooded. Hooded just means that the skin is starting to kind of flop down. Sometimes it touches the extra lash line and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it cover up like certain areas. And what we want to do, and me being a fellow almost hooded eye person, all I tell my lash artist is, can you just cover that up? You know, so look at the entire eye shape and determine whether their eyes are rounded. Are they more of a cat eye shape? Are they more of a wide set eye? Work on that. Plus, be very aware of the hooded areas to make sure that you cover those areas up. So, the most important thing is for people with hooded eyes is that you put enough depth, I guess, to hide the hood. And you also need to be extremely careful when you are applying lashes. You have to have extremely good bonds, really, really tightly packed bonds. Nothing can stick out. You can't have any hanging bases because that will poke them in the skin, yeah? And also make those clients aware if you have hooded eyes where the skin completely overlaps the lash line you will have natural oils going on to those lash bonds every single day they need to be very vigilant at cleaning their lashes every single day and you might have to have them come back a little bit more frequently just because of the oil transfer onto their skin okay because it will break down the glue bonds a little bit faster but Again, with a styling choice, it depends on their natural eye shape. But hooded people always want to have that hood disappear, basically. Okay? Excellent. Asian eyes, I'm not going to talk about too much because Asian eyes could be anything. They could be hooded, totally hooded, could be monolid, they could be cat eyes, you know, whatever. This is an older presentation. I had to change that slide in particular. Deep set eyes. Ah, eyes. If you look at them from the side, you will see that the eyes, if you go like this, in my case, I touch my eyes when I go like this from my brow bone down to my cheekbone. On people with hooded eyes, you would not touch the lash, uh, the lash line or the eye. So the brow bone is very prominent and sticking out and the eyes are like deeply set within the eye socket. What we want to do is make the eye come forward visually and make it visible and cover up some of that kind of hollow area. Okay, so the perfect mapping on someone with deep set eyes would be a nice swept look. Making sure you obviously check the shape as well. It could be a rounded hooded eye, it could be a drooping hooded eye, but all in all, what people with hooded eyes want is that 
the, the lashes are visible you know so in this case i would say go as long as you can in a healthy way not over lengthening and over weighing but as long as you can yeah because they need to come out from underneath the hood otherwise they will be in there no one can see them and they will tickle their skin the whole time <laughs> so come out don't use something too curly on someone with hooded eyes because the really curly lashes they will again touch the skin and poke the skin all the time so some style would be really nice on them you could even do a dolly style any kind of styling that will make it come out from under the hood so it's more so about the length and the curl in this case yeah and not having them super short and super curly it's not going to do very much for them it's not going to change the shape or emphasize anything either all right and that brings me to the end of this presentation I really hope you enjoyed this. Like I said at the beginning, if you stayed until the end, I have a bit of a surprise. We usually sell this lesson only in our online courses, right? And I thought to myself today, there's so many girls that are currently don't have that much money to spend. Why not give away the online presentation video plus the actual manual and i'm gonna do that for 29 australian dollars the manual alone usually is around 40 i think it's 47 eye shapes and styling as a hard copy and i think the online one is pretty much just as much and the actual video is not even available anywhere so for 29 dollars, i get my team to work out a link on shopify so if you go to lashtribeshop.com and you just type in the search result styling special i will pop that in there you'll be able to either get the e-version ebook plus the video or you'll get a choice of hard copy plus the video each for 29. no hard copy needs to be okay let's do the online for 19 <laughs> and the hard copy for 29 plus shipping obviously depending on where you are in the world I think that would be really amazing because that's usually not available at all. So I hope that you take that offer. Go to lashtribeshop.com and I hope you learn something. And um, if you like this video, make sure you go ahead and share it. And thank you for the hearts and thank you for staying for this whole time. And I will see you soon. Bye.